What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhox42 on the internet, and today we are looking at a random magic card. Believe it or not, I know, it's crazy, but it's what we're doing. Alright, so let's go ahead and take a look. Today we are looking at Arc Blade. It is a sorcery for three generic red red, uh, and it is Arcblade deals two damage to target creature or player, remove Arcblade from the game with three time counters on it. Huh. And it also has to spend three. So you can pay five and cast it, and it's, you get a shock for five, but it suspends immediately with three time counters on it, and so if you don't tinker with those time counters at all, within three turns, it's gonna shoot back in, shock something else. That's pretty cool. So if you pay five and get an immediate use out of it, then all of a sudden you are, you're getting a shock for five, which is not a great value, but in three other turns, you're going to get another shock for free. So that's pretty cool. And then in a longer game, um, you know, like a game of commander or something where you may go through more turn cycles than another one, or in decks where you're intentionally kind of trying to stall the game out and have a lot of turns go around, being able to just get the, this is just extra value. The more turns that occur, the better it's going to be. Um, the other thing you can do there is it, it suspends for three. So if you want to get the initial shock the very first time you use it, you need to pay five. If you're not too worried about that and you just want to get the engine started, so that every every third turn you just get a shock for free, you can start that by paying three. Now, that's your entire turn three is just getting on the line. You get no damage. You just exile it with three time counters on it. That's it. So I don't think that this value really matches the mana cost because best case scenario, if you suspend it on turn three, your very first shock is on turn six. Ugh. You know, like, that's not great. Um, but... So, so, and then your next shock is on turn nine. And so at that point, you've still spent three mana. Like, you have to go nine turns into the game in order to just get the value of casting three shocks. You know, and it's just, I don't know, it's not quite there for me, I don't think. Um, unless you are in a deck that can leverage um, synergies with Suspend. Because the moment you put this in, in a deck with Joyra's Time Bug which is an artifact creature. I don't remember its stat line exactly. I think it's like a 1-1 one, one for 2 or something like that. And you can tap it to add or remove a time counter from any spell you have in exile. So that actually could make this go by significantly faster. And so then all of a sudden, every other turn, you have a shot coming in. Now that is value. That's considerable. Um, yeah, this actually is reminding me very much of one of my favorite burn spells from back in the day um, called Pulse of the Forge. Now, Pulse of the Forge was printed in Darksteel, which was the second in the original Mirrodin block, and it predates Planeswalkers. That is very important to note. So Planeswalker cards didn't exist at all. They, they, they weren't a thing. So when you look at a copy of Pulse of the Forge from Darksteel, it specifically says... I believe it was from Darksteel. Darksteel, Fifth Dawn. It was one of those. It was the Mirrodin block. It is a sorcery for three. It's two. It's a generic and two red. And you deal four damage to target player. And if that player has a higher life total than you do, return it to your hand. Now, here's the fun thing. When Planeswalkers were introduced, 
all burn spells that could target players were also modified so they could target players or planeswalkers. And flavorfully, that makes sense because the player is theoretically a planeswalker. So if I have a spell that can hit a player, then within its same sphere of influence would be other planeswalkers. So, okay, that makes sense. You know, whereas when you're summoning a creature, you're summoning, um, you're summoning a servant to fight for you. Where when you're calling out a planeswalker, you are bringing in an ally. That's kind of your same power level, or at least thematically, that's the idea. Um, so this kind of reminds me of that. But, but anyway, the reason the Pulse of the Forge rules is because you can now target planeswalkers with it, tick them down for four, and then if their owner's health total is higher than yours, you then get to return it to your hand. So if you have enough mana late in the game and your opponent has a higher life total than you, that can just be a like a board wipe for all their planeswalkers. And that's just cool. Um, a usage that was never intended with that spell. Because it was clearly, clearly the idea is you burn your opponent's face at a decent rate. I mean, four damage for three is not amazing, but it's not terrible but then if you need it if you're if you're it's if you're behind in the game or at least behind on your life total you get to pull it back to your hand and do it again um you know and so that's the thing while four damage for three mana isn't a wonderful rate eight damage for six eh, that's that's not bad like the moment you're you know so anyway and that's what it could be if your opponent is a higher, has a significantly higher health total than you do. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of cool. But anyway, the reason that I find this reminiscent of that, the reason that Arcblade is reminding me of Pulse of the Forge is because it is a burn that repeats. It You can fire it over and over and over again, theoretically, if certain conditions are met. That's pretty cool. Um yeah, that's actually, that's that's really cool. Um, you know, it, it's, I'm not going to put this in any deck that isn't going to somehow take advantage of Suspend. And if I have some kind of synergy with the Suspend uh, mechanic, then I'm probably going to throw this in there if I have access to red, because it's a decent burn spell that really leans into the Suspend effect. Um, is this as good as those Suspend cards that you know don't have a mana cost? No, not generally. And for the life of me, I can't remember... Um, any of those off the top of my head, but like, there are a lot of suspend cards that are really, really, really good. This isn't one of those. Um, but yeah, if you're leveraging suspend counters in any reason, I believe, um, so there's Joyra's Time Bug. I know there's some, although there, there's also the, the original Joyra um, card that uh, allows you to suspend anything. So in a deck with with her, I wouldn't bother doing anything of the sort. Um, I wouldn't bother with this. I would much rather have a more powerful burn spell. Um, yeah. I don't know. All in all, I think uh, this card is fine. It's it's interesting. It's not amazing. It's not blowing my mind, but I'm not mad at it. Like, you know, it's it's this actually is the kind of card that I really enjoy. I think Magic needs more cards like this that really lean into specific mechanics. Although I suppose... Um, those, that type of card that I'm thinking of is really great for limited. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a suspend deck that you could actually run in Future Sight based on the, the cards that were around it. I, I would actually be really surprised if there wasn't a legitimate suspend deck. Because that's one thing that it's very clear if you look at sets with the limited perspective. It's very clear that when they build out a new mechanic, they try to create enough cards in the, in the set 
that you could very consistently put together a limited deck based around that mechanic and have it function fairly well. You know, um, you can see that with mutate, you can see that with cycling, where these um, these particular effects they have payoffs at different mana levels, or they have different you know, like certain colors are better than others, um, so that you can lean into those when you're drafting. That type of thing. And I have no doubt that Suspend was treated with very much that same mentality. I have no doubt that there are Suspend cards like that. Um, or there's there's a Suspend package that could include arc play that you could build in Future Sight Limited. I'm not super familiar with the set, but I'd be shocked if it didn't exist. Alright, let's talk flavor. So, um, so I, I do appreciate the idea of... So, Arc Blade. Arc is A-R-C, which is actually the um the term for a the the term for a charge of electricity that sh shoots between two points um and so what we see here is we actually have a large well it looks a large curved what looks like an electric beam that is firing out over um, some type of a landscape. It looks like perhaps a, a desert, mountain, mesa type situation, uh, or it's underwater. I can't quite tell. One of those. Anyway, regardless, you have this very large blast of power that actually looks like it is electricity arcing um, in a very wide arc around two points. So, like, thematically, that kind of fits. And also the idea of that, the mechanics of it pulsing. Um, you know, you think of, I, I, it's reminding me very much of, I believe it's a Jacob's Ladder, the electric, where the where you have the two electric poles, or the two poles, and there's a little bolt of electricity firing between them that's constantly moving. Um, that, it reminds me very much of that. And the idea that mechanically this functions in the, this pulsing fashion, and the, the effect, it is two damage in red. That is shock, which is another little blast of electricity. So the fact that it's reminiscent of that, the fact that it it's on point, or you know thematically it matches all that, it's pretty cool. Um, it's also interesting because it's only two damage, but the artwork is clearly just displaying a much larger uh, blast of destruction. And you know, that's the one thing that it doesn't quite encompass there is the idea that that destruction occurs over multiple pulses. That's something that isn't exactly present in the art, but that's that's fine. You know, what it does definitely show is a bigger hit to the area around it than you would expect two damage to represent. So yeah, it's interesting. So this is a, this is a pretty cool little, uh, little red card. It's a sorcery um, rather than an instant. Actually, now that I think about it, are there any instants with suspend? I'll have to check that out, because... I don't know how that would work. Like, that feels like it would be awkward. Anyway, so this has been Arcblade. Very cool, everybody. Thanks so much for hanging out. Um, I appreciate you. Stay safe out there, and I will catch you next time.